welcome to the Owning Your Sexual Self podcast, a place for you to listen and explore all things surrounding sex positivity. I'm your host, Rachel Main, sex therapist and educator, intimacy coach, awesome wife to my husband, Danny, board of directors member and team leader with Pure Romance, and best of all, a work from home dog mom to my favorite pups, Bane and Tater. After starting my Pure Romance business, I quickly learned how much sexuality education was lacking within my community and how much shame was placed on things like fantasies, masturbation, and sexual dysfunctions. I'm on a mission to make this world a more sex-positive place, and with this podcast, I hope to reach thousands of people. I'll bring real-life experiences to the surface and normalize them by offering a non-judgmental view. If you can get down with that, then tune in every Monday and let's change this fucking world. hope that you are all holding up out there in that quarantine lifestyle that you may or may not be living right now. <laughs> um, it is currently March 29th of 2020, so depending when you're listening to this, uh, the world may be incorporating some social distancing right now. So um, I have been taking this time for myself to really focus and hone in on the next steps for my business and my podcast. So super excited. I got some things in the works that I am really excited to announce for you guys. Um, so stay tuned for that. But first and foremost, if you have not already followed or I guess joined the group on Facebook. Um, I just created a new group on Facebook for listeners of the podcast specifically and people out there that want to get more information around what I am doing and the work that I'm creating within Wellness Expertise, which is my company, and then also really honing in more on um, the topic of owning your sexual self and really everything that encompasses. So if you search on Facebook, it's a, a closed group, so you'll be able to search it. It's called Owning Your Sexual Self. Definitely check that out. Um, all podcasts will also be uploaded in there. So if you are uncertain of how to find the podcast or you want to be able to share it with somebody, the easiest way would be to just add them to that group because it will be posted um, every week in there. So just wanted to let you guys know that. Um, and as I said, I'm really in the works. I'm in the works of creating some online courses that you can individually take. I'll have some courses also for couples out there that are wanting to improve and enhance their intimate lives together. So stay tuned. I'm so, so excited for that. Um, but anyway, so today, so part of my quarantine lifestyle is also I am really catching up on a lot of TV. <laughs> probably watching more TV than I should be during this time, but hey, when you have literally nothing on your schedule, um, you have time to do extra things. So I was watching this show on Hulu, it's a newer show, with uh, Reese Witherspoon and Kerry Washington, whom I love both of them, and crap, it's called Million, A Million Little Fires, I think it's called. Um, it's I, it's only had like three or four episodes so far, but it's really enticing and intriguing. And in the episode, Reese Witherspoon's character is this very, very scheduled, like very structured woman, um, very well known in her community, very uppity. Um, I don't want to give too much about her character away, but part of her character and in, in her scheduling-ness is her marriage, her and her husband have scheduled sex days. And that is what honestly sparked the topic of today's podcast. 
should you or should you not schedule sex between you and your partner? And I know that there's going to be some people out there that have some very strong opinions about this. There's definite pros to this. There's some definite cons to this. And so it has to be said that whatever works in your relationship is going to work in your relationship. But perhaps if you haven't yet thought about the idea or talked about the idea of scheduling sex in your relationship and you're at a place where you feel like sex or intimacy is not happening as much or as often as you'd like it to, I'm gonna, we're gonna talk about that today. We're gonna see, could scheduling sex be something that might um, actually enhance your relationship? Okay, so of course, you know, the first thing I'm gonna tell you to do is that this has to be a conversation between you and your partner. I think the most important thing to first establish is, is to have that conversation with each other on do you feel like the amount of sex that is currently happening in your relationship is is working for you and and I want to give you ownership and permission to be able to and I want to give you permission to be able to own up to that whether or not yes it is working or it's no it's not working and to not feel shame or guilt around that if you and your partner are currently having sex once a month and you're good with that be okay with that that there's nothing wrong with that I am not here to tell anybody oh my god you should be having more sex how how dare you not be fulfilling your partner's needs and I'm, I will never, you will never freaking hear me say that shit, like, hands down. However, if you, if you are that person and your partner then is expressing to you that they, in their eyes, they need, they need more intimacy or they need more sex from you, um, or with you rather, then that's when the conversation needs to happen. And so this is, if you're listening to this right now and you and your partner have already had this conversation and you're like, good, yeah, we're good. We're happy with the amount of sex that we're having. Great. You don't really have to even listen anymore, <laughs> to be honest. But if you are just assuming that in your head and you haven't yet had that conversation with your partner, please keep listening, okay? Because this is a truthfully a very, very, very important conversation to have because the last thing that you want, a lot of things that I see in the media and I see on blogs and YouTube things and all these things are couples that have been together for many, many years, right? 15 plus years, 20 plus years. And eventually something is going to happen where sex becomes further and further and further away. That is that is what to be said, right? I'm only going on year two of marriage, so I can't speak to that myself. But it that is, that is what people say, right? And so there might come a time where that happens to you. And so if you have these conversations frequently with your partner on a regular basis, on just checking in with each other how is the relationship going and specifically how is your sexual relationship going so when i say the the word scheduling sex i am not meaning tune into your inner reese witherspoon from a million little fires and have very strict days on when you can and when you cannot have sex I'm not kidding, this woman in the show, it was like her husband was getting ready in the bathroom, he was brushing his teeth before bed, it was a Wednesday night, and he gets in bed and they start kissing and he goes to initiate sex, and then, you know, you look at the clock and she's like, oh honey, it's Thursday now, the clock was showing 12.03 a.m., and so then that was it, that meant sex was off the table because they have a very strict schedule of only Wednesdays and Saturdays is when they'll have sex, so I... If that works for you, hey, that works for you, but I'm not talking about being um, very strict on this schedule. I am just suggesting that, hey, maybe saying on our, you know, maybe saying our sex days, if that's what works for your schedule, 
you know, if you're a couple that it's Wednesday nights is your nights where maybe the kids um, have to go to sleep earlier. Maybe they have some, I don't know, maybe you don't even have kids. Maybe just Wednesdays you get off work earlier and that's what works for your schedule. Or maybe Saturdays or Sundays are your off days and you want to, you really want to make sure that you're having sex on the weekends and enjoying that time with each other of not having anything else going on. It's again, whatever works for your, for your relationship. But I would say, if you do end up having to schedule sex or wanting to schedule sex, it doesn't have to be this rigid, rigid schedule. It doesn't have to be, um, okay, it's Wednesday. And here, here's, I'm going to use the same Wednesday, Saturday example because that's just what works for me right now. But it doesn't have to be like, oh shit, it's Wednesday and I really don't want to have sex today that's okay. It's not so much to the point where you have to follow the schedule so much is that you have to basically force yourself to have sex. I want you to kind of think of sex as more, or scheduling sex more as like something to look forward to, right? You you schedule a dentist appointment, right? That's not something people look forward to. You schedule, um, you know, a lunch with your mom. Maybe that's something you look forward to. I don't know. You schedule, you know, there's things that in your life, you schedule a lunch with your best friend. That's probably something that you're going to look forward to. You schedule a um, mom's night out. That's probably something you're going to look forward to, right? So there's things that we schedule that we might like and we might not like. I'm asking you to try to shift your mindset and making scheduling sex seem like you're scheduling something to look forward to. And really, I want to ask, so I know when you, when you, our scheduling sex, I know a lot of people are going to argue, well, if you schedule sex, that takes the fun out of it. That makes it not spontaneous. It's planned. It's not sexy. You can still make planned time sexy. I want to ask you, what would what would the difference be if you and your partner, you say, okay, so Saturday's our day. Saturday's our sex day. We're having sex on Saturdays. What would be the difference between that, so making sex Saturday a thing, and your partner sending you a text message to say, I can't wait to see you tonight. You look so good this morning when I left. Or I can't wait to see you in that new lingerie tonight. Or I cannot wait to rip your clothes off tonight when I get home. What would that difference be? Because now they just said that to you. And now in your mind, you're like, oh shit, that's a plan, right? That they are trying to initiate a plan with you. And you know now when they come home, that is going to now be on both your minds. So what really is the difference, right? So what would that that maybe that text was spontaneous there there's your spontaneity but maybe if you feel like the scheduling of sex is not spontaneous how can you make it how can you still make it fun right again trying to look at it as something that is you're planning to look forward to okay so I've worked with a lot of couples around this and helping them schedule sex and helping them schedule sex in a successful way for their relationship so a few examples for you if you're thinking about bringing this up and you want some ideas basically to spit to your partner, right? So I've had couples where their goal for them, so they would both feel satisfied in their relationship if they were having sex once a week. So for them, they that was it. That was their goal once a week and there wasn't really a set day to it. So what we found that, that ha- what happened to them is that, okay, Monday would roll around, great. When you, when Monday rolls around, right, you feel like you have the whole week ahead of you. You have, it's just like any other thing that you have that, for instance, this podcast. I've had this whole damn week to record this podcast and it is Sunday night at 8.15 p.m. and I'm like, shit, I never recorded tomorrow's podcast. So here we are. So Monday comes and 
you think, okay, I have the whole day to, to go, or the whole week rather, to get through this. <clears throat> so Monday comes and you feel like you have the whole week ahead of you to fulfill your, your guarantee to each other. Tuesday, Wednesday comes around, life gets crazy, right? Life is going to happen. Thursday comes around, Friday comes around, okay, Friday's the weekend, yes, 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 totally going to happen, Weekends, weekend is our sex time, no problem, something happens, somebody gets called into work, anyways, your time is dwindling down up until Sunday night at 8.15 p.m., and you haven't had sex yet that week. What does that do for both of you? That now puts pressure on the relationship. I can almost guarantee that one of you, if not both of you, are going to be feeling some sort of shame or guilt around the fact that it's Sunday night at 8.15 and you haven't had sex. And I would be willing to bet that that shame and that guilt that's setting in is totally turning off your desire. You're thinking, oh shit, I didn't hold up my end of the bargain. They didn't hold up their end of the bargain. And that that is the last thing that we want. So Again, when it comes to scheduling this stuff, you have to be flexible. There are going to be times where it is Sunday night at 8.15 p.m. and you are not feeling like you're having sex. Maybe if you're a female, you just got your period, you feel bloated as shit. Maybe you just got a bad call from a family member, you just got some upsetting news. There are circumstances that are going to happen and as I talked about on a previous podcast with my husband and I, there are just some days that it's just not going to happen, right? And that's okay. But when you do what other couples have done was... I've had another couple that it was really important to them that they were both able to initiate. And so what they decided was they they also wanted a one once a week. They started off with once a week. That was what they were shooting for. And so they set initiation days. So they decided that Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday were going to be the wife's initiation days. And then Thursday, Friday, and Saturday were the husband's initiation days. So that being said, so on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, it, the wife had the ability to initiate, initiate sex with her husband. And given their conversation that they had with each other before all this happened, they were able to talk through and establish what each other's turn-ons were and what each other's signals were for basically initiating sex with one another. Because for them, it wasn't like, hey, you want to go fuck? Or, hey, you want to go have sex? Like, they're, they still wanted that they still wanted that intimacy. So they were able to have conversations with each other and just figure out what were those indicators going to be for each other. How could they fill each other's buckets, if you will? And so on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, the wife was able to initiate. On Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the husband was able to initiate. And so I stand corrected. Their goal is actually twice a week. So each of them got the opportunity within the three days of that week to initiate sex. So she initiates, boom, they have sex, one out of two is completed. He initiates, boom, two out of two is completed. They've just reached their goal together to f successfully have sex twice a week. Now Sunday was a bonus day. Sunday was, typically they didn't have much going on on Sundays. Sunday was their family day, so sometimes maybe they got in a bonus, a bonus sex session. They had some Sunday morning morning sex while the kids were still asleep um, or the kids went to grandma's for the night uh, because they didn't have school the next Monday and so that they were able to establish Sundays Sundays as a bonus day. So maybe that's something that works for you. So again I'm really just saying you have to have that conversation with each other on like could could scheduling sex work with us? What what do I need to feel sexually fulfilled in this relationship? And what do you need to feel sexually fulfilled in this relationship? That's how you're going to come up with your goal. 
And I think that when you make it a monthly goal, I think that sort of like Monday thing sets in where if you say, okay, we're going to have sex three times a month, four times a month, um, whatever it is for you. I'm just throwing out examples. Um, but if you establish it on a monthly basis, then you get, again, that Monday feel like, okay, well, we have the whole month, right? I have the whole month to complete this. Um, and then I feel like then it starts to look at as like a task because the days go by, that guilt sets in. So I really would encourage you to look at it more on a weekly basis. And likely you know kind of what your week looks like more than you might know what your month looks like. And so maybe your initiation days change. Maybe your sex days change. If you want to be like Reese Witherspoon, you're like, yeah, damn, Wednesday, Saturday sound pretty damn good. Um, if I can if I can just set those days and those are the days that we both know, hey, it's happening. We make time for it to happen. Um, we both initiate on those days. Whoever's feeling it at whatever time, great. Um, but maybe Wednesday you have parent-teacher conferences or something and you're like, well, Wednesday's not really a good day this week. Okay, switch the day. It doesn't even have to be a set day. It could just even be twice a week if that's what works for you. So that would be, that. that is really what I wanted to talk about today because when I was watching that show, I was like, dang, like 12.03? Like, man. And they were like, there was some foreplay happening. Like, she might have wanted to have sex and she was just really adamant on sticking with her schedule. So I wouldn't say that scheduling sex has to be that rigid and that to the point. Um, it can still be fun. Scheduling sex can still be fun. And I urge you to look at your relationship. If you're someone, if you're listening to this and you're like, there's no way in hell I'm scheduling sex. There's no freaking way. I am not about to write this in my planner. First of all, I'm not saying write it in your planner. This is like an in the head sort of schedule that you and your partner come up with. Um, but if you're, if you're saying you're, you're so against it, I would urge you to look into your relationship. Is what you're doing right now working for both of you? And truthfully ask yourself that. Is what you're doing right now working for you? Because if not, then why not try something else, right? Why, why not give it a try? What do, you, what do you have to lose? If you're already feeling unsatisfied in the relationship, what do you have to lose? So... I hope you enjoyed this sex scheduling podcast. I wanted to save the end to announce something really exciting that I will be doing. So I, I um, talked about that Facebook group that I started um, earlier in this podcast and I am going to start a 30-day intimacy challenge in there um, starting on April 1st. So for the next 30 days, perfect. April is 30 days. We are still in quarantine right now. Um, if you're listening to this podcast at a later time in life, I would challenge you whenever the next first of your month is to start you a 30-day intimacy challenge um, because there's no time like the present. And I thought, man, quarantine time, I get, there is so much talk about sex right now during quarantine. Can you have sex when you're social distancing? Should you have sex when you're social distancing? Um, should I be having more sex because I have more time? I think you should be doing whatever the fuck you want to do and I'm just here to give you some new ideas and give you some fun things to improve your intimacy life if that's what you choose to do. So this 30-day intimacy challenge can be either with yourself or someone else. It does not have to be, I'm not saying you have to go out there and have sex for the next 30 days, um, but maybe you want to try a new sex position in the next 30 days. Maybe you want to explore a new bedroom accessory, which by the way, sex toy industry up is up 60% right now. People are out there, people are getting laid off, people are not making as much money, people are stuck at home. 
and they are buying sex toys. Just going to say that. I, I am in the right profession. Um, but it can be sex with yourself. It can be sex with somebody else. It could even just be some sexual self-care with yourself. Maybe you're taking, maybe you set yourself up with a romantic bubble bath one day. Um, maybe you just, maybe it is something just as simple as wearing lingerie to bed. Um, see, I want to know. I want to know how you guys feel after this. So, um, check out the group Owning Your Sexual Self on Facebook. I will approve your ad. Um, if you know somebody that's interested and would benefit from hearing this podcast to either this episode or in general, please share the love. Sharing is caring. Um, and get in that Facebook group because it will be, it'll be some good stuff. I'm just saying. All right. I really want to throw in a Tiger King there. So thanks for listening, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> That's another show I watched during this quarantine time. My husband and I binge watched that in a few days. So, oh, all right. Thanks for listening. I will see you guys next week and have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening today and helping me change the world by spreading sex positive awareness. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram under Rachel Main or check out my Linktree website in the show's bio for direct links to all my pages. You can also shop my Pure Romance store or become a Pure Romance business owner yourself by visiting pureromance.com slash Rachel Thank you again so, so much. Until next week, go out there and own your sexual self.